Alrighty. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to media and pop culture your girl will likely drag you to. This is Alex. And I am Matt, and we are on Baby Watch 2020. Today is Alex's yes. wife's due date, and he probably listens to the podcast, The Baby, and realizes he's not ready for this world quite yet. So uh, That staying. totally scared him. Yeah, he's staying here, so we're uh, recording uh, without a guest. We had a couple lined up. We thank everyone for their submissions, but just because to work it out with the schedule of the baby potentially coming, very hard to coordinate everyone's schedule here. So uh, we'll be sure to, maybe we'll get someone on for the first one of Matt James' season, but we'll see. You may be yeah. out of commission. I might be, I might need a, a temporary co-host for to fill in for maybe, you. Maybe, yeah, maybe some solo episodes or something. Yeah, for sure. So uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm filing the eviction notice papers right now. Baby doesn't, hasn't gotten the memo yet. But he's yeah. got to come out. Yeah, we're not waiting anymore. Um, because this is an odd hour show, I am not drinking anything, but are you drinking something? You probably can't because oh. you need to be ready to drive to the car, drive your car to the hospital. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There is no drinking going on right now. This is a, a dr- relatively dry household. So we have a boring show coming up for you then. Um, no, uh, this is the finale show. We're finally done with Claire shows uh, or, or Tay shares uh, season and um, came to a, kind of an anticlimactic climax. Um, you know, yep. sounds like a day in the life of me, anticlimactic climax. But, um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, it uh a lot of weird stuff going on in this episode, just in the sense of like Ben coming back and he said, you know, like I, I wrote, he's, you know, like he's not, he speaks like a in monotone robotic, but he's not the Terminator. He's the underwhelmer. Um, and he just literally doesn't say much. And I think there was all big moments for him, but I mean, he literally was like, Asia, I don't know what I'm expecting. Actually, I'm expecting for you to keep me and give me a rose and get married, but I'm not expecting anything. And having said that, I love you. And I didn't know what it was until Antone- Antoinetta told me what it was. Uh, I thought it was just indigestion, but apparently it's love. And um, I don't know what I'm asking for, but please take me back. Uh, I mean, like, he literally. I, I, I will say world. this at least the guy got sent home with no regrets because. <laughs> He came back and said, "Look, I don't know what to expect out of this, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about this. I'm gonna hold it against myself if I if I don't at least tell you that I love you, right? Because he figured it out. He didn't tell her when when it was still fresh in his mind and fresh in his thought process, right? And he arguably got sent home because of it. And so he's like, well, I gotta again." there's gonna be that what if scenario in his head. Now there's no what if scenario. He's like, you know what? I came back. I said what I said because it's true. And, and I'll give Tasha a bunch of props for this. Not a single guy benefited from coming back after she let him go the first time. Because Ben was technically what the third guy that came back. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I mean, Bennett came back and I'm trying to think of who Bennett else came, came back. back. I want to say there was somebody else. I could be wrong, but I feel like it was Bennett. Ben, obviously. Well, you could say you could say he benefited because he got a rose. I mean, it was a it was a weird weird deal. I mean, I mean, he, yeah. he essentially got a rose to be dumped the next day, which you know it's like, and that's, that's kind of how she did it. I mean, Bennett was a lot more immediate. She's like, sure, come on board, right? And like, she kissed him, 
<laughs> remember? She's like, why did I kiss him? Right. Oh, would you kiss him again? Yeah, yeah. But and and I feel like he his was a little bit more delayed than Bennett's was because Bennett comes back and he's like, All right, cool, like you're in this, only to be sent home later that night at the Rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah, just to <laughs> stir like, some stuff up. I guess, I guess. Uh, I just imagine that, you know, her looking over the producer behind the cameras going like yeah let's let's roll with it keep yeah, let, him, <laughs> let him stay i, I but, mean i i guess tasha did say did say she wished he said it sooner but at the same time you know ben's got his own issues and she already told me she like i kind of got upset because she was like you know like i have to constantly pull things out of ben and it's so tiring and then she had to send him home for him to finally come forward and like say i love you it's like isn't that more of the same behavior that you it, said you it, don't it want is. Yep, it is. But apparently, she made the right decision. And before we talk about the rose ceremony, I got really upset. I think I, I told you this before the show, but Chris Harrison went up to Zach and said, Zach, you're looking sharp. It's the same damn suit he's been wearing the entire time. <laughs> it's like, I know Chris was gone for a couple, two weeks, you know, like, uh, but at the same time, it's the same fudging suit. It's a gray suit with a white pocket square. I mean, he, it, he, he probably took his son to all the frat, frat houses and, and he's used to seeing, you know, uh, you know, polo, you know, uh, not polo, oh, yeah, polos and uh, button downs and, and khaki shorts and <laughs> came wow. back to that and goes, wow, a man who's dressed like a man. I'm blown away. You, you, I'm blown wore, away. you wore a gray suit with a white white pink uh, kerchief. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, um, with, with white with white sneakers, I'm sure. I, I didn't catch his shoes. I, I, I don't want to look down with him. It scares me. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, so that bothered me. And then, you know, Ivan was looking good, but Tasha pulls him aside. Uh, and um, the pink slip. essentially says, go home. Yep. And yep. like, you're a great dude, but our religion doesn't match up. So it makes me wonder. And he like felt like he knew it was coming. So like, I'd like to actually, with all the like in-depth things that we've seen this season, I'd kind of wish they showed us that conversation. A little bit more of that. Yeah. Rather than like, you know, it's like watching a movie the entire time, like a romance movie, a princess for Christmas or some shit like that. <laughs> All of a sudden she's like, I can't marry you because of that conversation we had in the second act. And you're like, wait, we didn't get to see that. Wait, yeah. Excuse me. And that's the reason yeah. why you're not, you're not moving forward or you're going through this. I, I was kind of like, wah, wah. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That gets to stay. And that's where, you know, right, right before we, we hit the record button here on this, I, I told you, I said, this was, and you mentioned at the very beginning this is a very anticlimactic finale probably one of the most more, probably one of the most anticlimactic finales not because of the you know i'll give i'll give you know claire the benefit of the doubt here i don't think it's necessarily going to solve this crap claire and then getting over to Tasha. i think it's because i think the bachelorette production crew shot themselves in the foot by a little, in a little like a little bit by rushing this that they get ready for matt james matt james january 4th and it's mm-hmm. i'm looking at this and i'm going i, I bet you they cut they didn't have that conversation because they're just trying to get this thing wrapped up and and we talked about this for the last two or three episodes it feels rather rushed yeah. like you started seeing they're starting to accelerate put their pedal to the metal a little bit on this whole production and i think that maybe that's a casualty of of that happening is we didn't see that conversation we didn't have her reflecting with the production crew about that conversation we didn't see any of that so when it came down to it it just felt like they were checking boxes the whole way okay let ben in okay let's not give him a rose have her go to ivan send ivan home and and you're catching these conversations because obviously they had talks about this we never heard it we never saw it we never you know so i think it was one of those scenarios where 
we got gypped of all, all the time they the show typically does waste on absolute garbage nothing yeah we missed we missed some we missed some solid content i think in this last episode well, i thought or, it was weird because she wasn't even sad when he left i mean when like she cried when riley left she cried when ben left she cried when easy left i think but it's like it seemed very final yeah it's like she's like okay bye and he's like ah, i should have told her sooner like I don't know, is he a straight up Satanist or like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it, was a, it was a turn on a dime and I feel like we were being buttered up with Ivan all season. He seemed like a really good dude and then just to have him be like, all right, see you later, Ben's in. Again, yeah, again, that's kind of where I, I, I felt like the whole episode finale as a general was like, it was just not, it's just like, again, checking the boxes. Okay, done. All right, moving on. Yeah. Um, that was one of the moments because it was such a close, it was such a short conclusion to their relationship. Is bizarre, and then we have to meet Tasha's family. She says one of my least favorite quotes of anyone at all time when she says, "Let's do the damn thing." Oh, that's up there. That's That's up there, though. I hate that too. (laughs) But when when someone says, "I'm living my best life," I'm like, "Oh, you're such a liar!" Like that's that's right up there with that's right up there with "I'm doing me." I'm doing me. Do you? Yeah. Or or uh, or I'm speaking my truth. I'm speaking my truth. Yeah. That one bothers me too. Yeah, um, you know that was popular in the last in the last season of The Bachelor, I think. Speaking yeah, of that was true, and then with Claire, it was true. I just like your truth does not mean that it's right. It means it's yes. right to you. It's true to you, but it doesn't like my truth is that you know frogs are superior to dogs. Like that doesn't make it true. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean truth. consensus. It doesn't mean actual <laughs> fact or science. Yeah. Oh gosh, oh, I. I yeah, I get. I understand there's universal truths, but when someone says I'm speaking their my truth and there could be more wrong, it's like, like you could just knows, you could justify cheating on your your husband or wife. Like, well, I'm just I'm living my truth because that's, that's living you know you, you, you that's can justify not your truth. You <laughs> you can justify any action if you follow it up with I'm just living my truth. Yeah, then like, uh, what that one bothers me. And uh, there's universal truth yeah. that we can all get behind. But you know, it's like doesn't make you right all the time. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Yes, what was what was the, what was uh, the uh, she said, her, her parents asked her how she was doing. She said, "I'm living my best life," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, living my best life." Yeah, you see how tortured you are um, sometimes. <laughs> uh, but her dad seemed to have a lot of great sense. You know, Ben came into the room, and her dad was essentially not interested until Ben said he went to West Point. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Whoa." Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not just a, you know, you're not a private, <laughs> like you went to West Point. That's a pretty yeah. big deal. But the thing that really pissed me off hearing Ben talk is that he's never had to apply for a job. And you, and I can tell you why, because the entire time said, why do you love Tasha?" The only thing that Ben talked about was the way that Tasha made me, he, him feel made. She's like, she makes me feel X, Y, Z. And you're like, if you're applying for a job, and if you're a young person listening to the show, don't well, talk this, this this position will pay me a lot of money so I can do whatever I want. I think I can work from home, so therefore I can only work about four hours a day. So this really works out for my time schedule. I love the <laughs> flexible PTO, and the benefits are fantastic. It'll be really good for me. Um, I like that there's company happy hours. Don't talk about what the company can do for you. Talk about what you can do for the company. Yep. I talk about how great the company is and how you want to add to the company. And then he's just like, she just makes me feel the happiest I've ever felt. It's like, great. I'm not interested in you. I'm interested in my daughter. Yes. I'm interested in my own flesh and blood about what you can do for her. Yeah. You're bringing to the table, bro. I'm interested in what you can do for my daughter, not not what my daughter does for you. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, here, well, here's the thing. Here's, here's the assumption already be, that we're making. He already knows that his daughter is capable of doing that. Correct. <laughs> right? Like, Correct. he knows the kind of person she is. He doesn't need to hear that. I'm glad that he appreciates that, but at the same time, be like, so why does she like you so much? Like, what do you do? What, you what, do, you add, what do you add to her life? What, 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 yeah, what value do you add to her life? What are you going to say that's going to make me sign off on this, this transaction? Not, not, you know, like, I'm just, it just, you know, this company provides such flexibility in my schedule that I don't have to come to work all the time. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, by the way, where's your stance on Columbus Day? Um, no, it's yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I thought that was, then they ride off in scooters. It was a kind of a big nothing burger of a talk until yeah. Zach went and met her family. And um, I thought outside of, you know, oh, another thing they said too, is that um, when, when Tasha says all of the things, what have you guys, what do you, what have you been feeling? She's like, all the things, her dad's like, <sighs> has such a blank look in his face. Like, what the hell does all of the things work with mean? Yeah. Is, like, yeah. Lots I'm of like, translation. Yeah, that's you want to talk about a new phrase? You should add that list of phrases we hate. What the hell does that even mean? All the things. <laughs> if I'm, I'm, I'm really glad, and maybe the you know, ladies listening, I'm really happy that when I ask my wife why it is that she married me, she uh-huh. doesn't say oh, all the things. Yeah, I did. Uh, Just, okay. All the things. You thank only- you for that. Thank you for that thoughtful response. Like, yes. like. Yeah. And, that, and that's where I think, like, and I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but that's where I think the at the very end, Zach proposing was actually like solid, believed oh. it. You want to talk about somebody that knows how to verbalize what that person means to them? Wow. I, wow. Thought, that, I thought the same thing. And, um, you know, even, even the conversations they had with, you know, being married, falling more in love with each other every day, the importance of getting engaged, uh, the family concerns, bringing the family concerns forward. I mean, there was a lot of conversation that Zach had that was so much more grown up than what Ben had. It's like, she makes me feel good and she makes my penis tickle. It's like, <laughs> like, you know, like that's not, you know, there's but, real- but, but, but makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've been joking about that all day. Um, and uh, so it's like, you know, I just, it, it was, a, it was more realistic, more believable. And um, you know, and we talked about the family going through the divorce enough. We kind of can get done with that. But, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, I don't know. So I thought it was good, a good conversation with them. Then, then Zach and her have this one-on-one. And they go stand in front of this fountain. And I literally can't hear a word they're saying because the fountain was so overpowering in the sound. And it's like, <laughs> okay, like, uh, I, good thing I, I had subtitles on. Otherwise, I wouldn't really catch what they were saying. Um, and where does, where does Zach live again? Does he live in New York City? I don't think they ever mentioned it. Okay, I'm trying to remember where. He, I'm trying to think of like if I ever find out where he was. Well, he yeah, he was in New York, obviously, because his his hometown was New York, right? But I'm get, hopefully it is the city because that dude loves fountains. Love I feel fun. like every date in the future is going to be like, well, let's go to Central Park to to the fountains because like they're gonna have a they're gonna have a bubble fountain installed in their backyard just so they can have some nice talks. They should. Yeah. <laughs> He 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 is he is gone. He has pulled out his old trusty you know date at the fountain three times this episode or this season. <laughs> yeah, but then they go to this weird uh, dance lesson with this married couple that uh, you know. Tasha was all in her head. Um, Dre- Zach was luckily wearing his dress shoes. Oh, I'm sorry, his Nikes. 
um, again. His Air Force Ones. His Air Force Ones. <laughs> and they, um, you know, they were in complete unison when Zach started Supporter, you know, but it, was, it wasn't a hard dance. It's a basic waltz. It's a bit what they were doing. It's not a hard Get the dance. steps down. Yeah. yeah. It's, a bo- it's a box, people. Um, I don't know. Then they talked, to, then she talked about, you know, what if she wants to become a stay-at-home mom? And, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, she's used to people running away. What if this happens? He's kind of like, we'll deal with it. I mean, one of their responses are really... If I run away, you'll deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) What a response. What a response. Uh, We'll deal with it. If I run away, we'll we'll deal with it. Yeah, he can be a wordsmith sometimes. Um, So that was the end of their date. Um, Then all of a sudden, apparently, Ben invites the entire production crew into his room to watch him shower. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself. I just really want to talk about Ben in the shower. Um, shower Ben. Zach's been nine years sober and he's committed to sobriety for life, which I thought was uh, was interesting. And then Tasha is just self-destructing on this date, but they seem to have a really healthy relationship. What I wrote down. As I read it, and it's been a couple well, of since I've seen it, it's like I know. I don't know it's, why it's I wrote because that of down. the it's because of their actual conversation, but again. Ivan's a perfect example. Like we didn't hear certain conversations being had, right? So were they just editing this to look at, to make it look like the relationship truly was that much deeper than the rest Mm -hmm. with Zach? We'll never know. So yeah, I, I, uh, I do think that at least what we saw, they they actually talk about real shit. Yeah. And he actually supported her in real functional ways and I thought I mean it was believable and he was patient and he like he seemed to have his ducks in a row even when even that moment when she's like self-destructing and I don't know if it's self-sabotaging or self-destructing I couldn't really figure out what was going on delineate yeah but um you know I believed it and like you said we'll talk about it here after we talk about Ben getting the kibosh um, but you know, like even with the re- proposal, I was like, I wrote down, I, and I thought, like, wow, this is actually the first proposal I believed in a long time. Yep. It's not like Jim yep. with his guitar. Where it's like when Jamie smiles, takes me miles. Skis <laughs> 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 in his jeans. <laughs> so jersey. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Ben showers, and there's a good 15 second interlude of him in the the shower. Kind of, kind of sociopathic that he doesn't sh- close the shower door when he's showering, but I don't think they get a, a good enough shot <laughs> with the door closed. So, you know, well, it can't, it's like the, it can't exactly put the camera up above and look down. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's not that's not PG thirteen. <laughs> that's true. Well, it depends how big the bar is. Um, but uh, yeah, so he takes a shower. I can only imagine how wet that floor was. And then she walks in and breaks up with him before the date because it just wasn't there. So you know. Thanks, thanks for coming back and professing your love, and I'll reward you with the this rose, and then you'll be cut right away. You know. Yep. You know. The good, the good news is that he was still on campus. He hadn't left or anything. Had to you know be quarantined or anything. So he took two days, and he got a couple home. more nights at La Quinta. That's true. I, I mean, I re, if I ever go on that show, I'm just I'm just gonna come back and like I know you've eliminated me three times, but there's something that you need to know. <laughs> It's Thursday. 
it's tomorrow's Friday. And, uh, you know, I booked my flight for Saturday, <laughs> you know, and I like, and I like you a lot. So, and so, but I really love their coffee in the morning here. Can't find it outside the state. So I'm going to stay. I, no. I can definitely, I can definitely see myself falling in love with a person like you. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely, I can most definitely see myself start to fall in love with someone like you. Um, that said, I don't accept your denial. I am still staying here and um, don't, worry about your the, heart. don't worry about the rose. I found one in the garden out here. I'll just paste it to my just chest. Just walk in with one pinned on your lapel already. Yeah, don't worry. I feel, can you imagine like going to a rose ceremony and you like pin a, a rose, a flower from the garden being like, I feel really secure in myself right now. I'm just going to give myself this rose. Feel good about it. What a life hack. What a life hack if you could find the production manager who, who manages the roses. Yeah. And you just pin one on before the before every rose ceremony and they never even like you could be not mentioned and you yet skate, you, got you skate to the, walk in you, with everybody. Else. You skate to the fantasy suites. It's like, wow, I don't remember giving Matt a rose. <laughs> he's, he's here though. Yeah. So either that either that's just the mind games you can play with people. Get like, the streamliner ready. Had a rose? Get the streamliner ready. <laughs> I'll pull up on my what if, what if you just walked in with, what if you just walked in like the very first day, right? You, you meet her, you walk in, but you pin a rose on you. Like you walk in and he goes, shit, she, she already pinned this guy? Just mentally mess with the guy so much. <laughs> it's like, they you know, have no you idea like, how to play this like, game anymore. You walk in the room and you're like, I didn't even say anything. She just gave this to me. <laughs> unbelievable bro what'd you do i literally just said hi my name is matt Jeez, what <laughs> nice did you to guys you. say didn't you all get roses this is weird oh. this game is so easy <laughs> I got, I got anyways the, we, we digress i got the no impression rose it's perfect um, no impression and then if anyone asks it's the pity rose um imagine just me pulling up with my fake rose and just my own in my own rv be like ready for the fantasy suite matt, this is night one well why do I have all these That's a power move. <laughs> How confident. Yeah, seriously. Should we decide to forego our rooms? Here's a key. Should you decide to forego the introductions of the rest of the guys? <laughs> give, I, give her a card. Give her a card and sign Chris Harrison. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta do like Chris Garrison or something like that. With a, so it's not... With a K get, and, and with, with a G. Yeah, so you don't get, you don't get, uh, you don't get sued Chris, or anything like that. Christoph Garrison. Christoph Garrison. <laughs> Oh, anyways, uh, anyways, we did, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that nothingness that was a. a that's that's how Alex talk. That's how Alex and I talk all the time. We just kind of go with it. Um, Hypotheticals. But yeah, so uh, Ben gets sent home. We're talking about Ben in the shower. He gets sent home. She doesn't waste her time with him. And I, then, didn't write, I didn't write anything about Neil Lane, so I probably didn't linger like he did last time. What uh, I liked, what I liked, is that they, the production crew always likes to focus on the guys' expressions. When they're being walked through the ring types. Yeah. And I think they always try and play it like these guys are like, they're panicking, right? Which I'm sure there's a certain element to that because I don't know, two weeks ago they were single, unmarried bachelors, <laughs> right? Um, so I see a little bit of that. But also, I'm also kind of thinking, if you care about this girl, you are going to be pensive about, hmm, which one do you th- oh, I think she would like? Or which one, you know, like, which one would look good on her? Like, I would be thoughtful, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like they try and take advantage of that. And they kind of market that as like, cause I don't know about you, but you, I'm looking at Zach's expression. Like, the dude looks terrified. <laughs> while well, he's I, looking I, feel at like, rings. I feel like 
I, first off, I thought it was a missed opportunity for Neil Lane to be playing the clarinet or something or pretending to play the clarinet when he walks in like he did the piano. But secondly, I'd be like, hey, Neil, is this uh, GIA certified? Because, um, uh, you know, I've been doing my research and, you know, without GIA certification, it doesn't it doesn't hold its value as long. Oh, yes. GIA. Or no, it's not, it's not GIA. It's uh, the other one. EFG. Oh, well, Neil, I expect more from you. You said this is handcrafted, Neil. This work is shoddy. Yeah. Neil, don't try to sell me on the investment grade stuff. I'm not trading this diamond, okay? <laughs> I need this thing right below investment grade, okay? By the way, Neil, am I buying this? Uh, because if I if this is if you're requiring me to buy this, then can we do cubics until our fifth anniversary, please? That'd be <laughs> <Yeah>. fantastic. <laughs> what kind of payment plans do you have? <laughs> you know, you know, you know. As soon as I give this away, I don't get it back, no matter what. You know. But that'd actually, that'd actually be a great way to put Neil Lane on the spot to be like, "Are you giving this away for the show?" <laughs> Like as a show paying for like just like okay, it's like what do the payment plans look like for this? Like, what are the prop? What are the taxes on this bitch? <laughs> yeah, put put them on the spot to be like, uh, it's covered by oh. me. Wow, Neil, so wonderful. Wait, how long do you have to talk to, buy to you to get this thing? Yeah. <laughs> how long do you have to talk to you to get this thing for free? How much airtime do you need, Neil? Um, but uh, Neil. <laughs> Can I call you Neil? Neil. Whoa. Hey, did you ever notice that his name is the verb that you do when you propose? You kneel. Oh. You think it's a, you think it's a wow, a that's fake? that's super meta. I know. Do you think that's a fake name? Do you think his name is like what if his name is like Craig Lane and he doesn't change his name to Neil? Probably. I would say, yeah, that could be definitely a thing. Neil Lane. He's probably Jerry. His name's probably Jerry Lane or something Jerry like that. Lane. And he's like, that ain't gonna fly in this industry. Neil, Neil, Neil. Yeah, that's what you do when you propose. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I like I like thinking of verb names like Neil and Mark and past tense verbs like Doug. Like those names, you know, they're really fun. Anyway, I digress again. Pat. Um, what's that? Pat. <laughs> That's a great. <laughs> if you have any great verb names, please send them in because I love verb names. You know, like Bob. Bob's a good one. Bob. Yeah. You're, you're thinking about it now. I'm thinking about. Yeah, you got me thinking. About Is Will one? No. I mean, you could will something into existence. You could will something. You know, but I don't know if it's. I don't know. That's not like a fly. But yeah. I Jack. Bill. 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 That was a good one. I don't think I've done that one. <laughs> Jack is a good one. Tell me, Jack. Uh, technically, Matt is one. If the head was an E, M A T T E, Matt, like matted. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Well, send us in your best verb name. As you can see, this is a thrilling episode. As you can see, this is a thrilling episode that we're covering. Twitter's at R O Stones guys, R O Stones guys on Instagram and Twitter. Give us your best verb names. Um, all right, so <laughs> Zach, we get to, we get to Zach. The only thing I wrote down is like Zach went to Chris Harrison on his walk up. He said, life can turn on a dime. And Chris is like, yeah, what, do you, what can you say? Like, he didn't help him out at all. Like, he he's like, yeah, well, I don't know. What can you say? She's up there. Go get her. Um, but did you write down any of his speech? I said his speech was heartfelt. This was the best I've seen in a while is what I wrote down. But everybody's like, something like, I'll chase you. I'll continue to chase you. Or I, Oh, chase is another I, verb. I think it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think I think that there is a there's something to be said for the fact that you and I both actually were paying attention thoroughly to that not, portion. Not writing anything down. Because he dragged 
He, yeah, because we didn't write anything down and he wasn't dragging it. He was dragging our attention away to whatever else we were doing because obviously we were both kind of like, anyways, let's see what the Twitter sphere is saying about this and trying to think of, you know, memes or something we could create and send on to the, the you know, Instagram account or whatever. Um, some of the episodes, that's how it goes, especially with Claire season. I'm like, my eyes are on my phone figuring out other things we could do, waiting yeah. for a moment to make, to turn into a meme. <laughs> and this one, I was like, hold on, put down my phone. And I just, and I just listened. And yeah. uh, it was much better than Dale's yeah. speech. Dale's speech, I can remember was something like, yeah, um, apparently you picked me a lot earlier. I had a lot of uh, TV time. I was hoping to get exposure. You know, I was hoping to go from party city to Halloween town. Uh, my, my modeling career but, um, um, but yeah I'll choose you now and I think that we've demonstrated over the last five days that we can handle anything all the ups and all the downs um so uh, uh I'm Neil, dying to see how this turns out I'm dying uh, to see how their relationship turns out I know but uh, Zach and according to reality Steve Zach and Tasha are still together and the only other note I have on my sheet was she was eating donuts yeah, she she likes donuts. She's raved a couple times about donuts. She's a big donut donut connoisseur. So yeah. that is the season. Um, so we have two stones ratings to give. Uh, one for the Natural. episode and one for the series. So yes. I will go first. No, no. Wait. Let me do the whole spiel. <laughs> this, this is romancing your stones. Our stones. Romance them, please. And we determine how bad or good an episode is for a male to watch it. We each have two stones to give. Naturally. Two stones means you enjoyed the episode and you could uh, see yourself watching it with or without your girl. Zero stones means an act of castration is more preferable than watching this show. Also, we have the meaty scale, which is brought to you by Alex and our future sponsors that we can't name without getting sued. So, <laughs> Alex, I will give this episode one stone because it was two hours of filler with a great scene when they get proposed. In, in, which, in which we obviously noted and missed some content. Correct. So from Ivan's conversation. I'll give so. one stone to this episode. Um, and overall, I will give this season one stone. And that's zero stones for Claire's portion and two stones for Tasha's portion, which it balances out to one stone overall. Shoot, man. I don't think I could have said it better myself. One stone for the episode for the exact same reasons you mentioned that. Um, I had that moment, the very, literally the last five minutes of the episode. I was like, hold on, got to watch this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, overall, zero stones, absolutely for Claire season. Absolute garbage train wreck. Um, and Tasha saved it with an actual season. I wish um, it was a whole season of Tasha because I thought she was great. I thought the conversations were mature. I thought that um, yep. they talk about Claire being the oldest bachelorette, but I think the most mature bachelorette we've had in a while has been Tasha. So. Yep. And I'll, and I'll add that it would have been a two stone season for Tasha, but they rushed it at the very end. The last three episodes, they just shoved forward. And I think that's where you could see a lot of the emotions and expressions that, that they were feeling towards, especially Tasha, mm-hmm. having to move so fast without having to go after the final rows. Yeah. And, have, you know, yeah, and so it's kind of like, ah, oh, they're they're right. I can't help but feel, I can't help but feel bad that they kind of swept her season under the rug, yeah. and moved on to Matt so quickly. When, quite frankly, she's probably one of the healthiest bachelorettes that we've seen 
And that season looks like they have 17 times the budget of <laughs> of this season. I mean, if you look well, at they're, the they're previews, in Connecticut or something like that, right? Yeah. Are they? I don't know. They're on the East Coast somewhere. I think they're up in Connecticut or something like that. So interesting. Well, yeah. Right, what about what about Media Scale? Um, Will this beat spam, folks? Claire, Stay tuned. Claire, Claire's season was tofu. <laughs> tofu. Okay. It was negative tofu. Meat. Negative meat. Yeah. Negative meat. <laughs> I don't know how I can give it more of a negative nod. You know, it's the impossible. It's the impossible burger. Not only because there's no meat, but it's impossible to watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an impossible burger. That's perfect. <laughs> you should do the media scale. Um, Tasha's season. I, I'm going to say was a was a nice was a nice you know bacon wrapped uh, bacon wrapped filet mignon. I like that little twelve ouncer. Wow. It, was, it was solid. It was a lot of really good stuff. We actually, if you pay attention to some of the conversations that are had during her season, you start to find out like there's a lot of moments where you can take advantage and, and, and practice introspection, right? Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of stuff that there's a lot of reflection points in this episode. I think, like I said, I think there's one of, one of the probably more, one of the most healthy reality TV show seasons of all time of any dating show. <laughs> where you can actually, I don't know, maybe grow from it personally. Because they yeah. explore some things, so I, I, I was I, I like Tasha's season again. I think it wasn't done justice. I think they swept it under the rug, and uh, yeah, I wish we could see a full season for Tasha. Okay, so if you round those two things out, it's that old package of cube meat that the grocery store sells for stews. So if you take the Impossible Burger <laughs> and meat. the bacon wrapped filet mignon, you come up with stew meat. Um, <laughs> and, stew uh, meat. So you had two out of four stones for the episode, two out of four stones for the season, a bacon wrap filet mixed together with an impossible burger um, or tofu, however you want to say it. And uh, that's what you get. So Alex, good luck with having a baby. Yeah. We got so, we got to, uh, maybe, maybe we'll send out some photos of the, the kiddo on, on Instagram once more and we'll get some RO stones guys gear. Which yeah, we need we'll to get, get we need to get on <laughs> we gotta get we have you know people we have we have merch but it's not it's not cheap so uh you know <laughs> we're not popular enough to mass produce it so it's very expensive we, we, we need more participation from y'all if you want merch um like some of you have asked for um <laughs> but having said that you know alex will most likely not be available for the first episode of the bachelor due to the fact that he would be with a an infant for four days at that point in time uh potentially um so let us know if you want to co-host uh at ro stones guys if you want to get on here and do this with me you think this is easy bring it on we'll see how you can do um uh and follow us on twitter at ro stones guys on instagram at ro stones guys youtube at ro stones guys you know if you haven't figured out a pattern then yet then please don't reach out to us we don't want you as a fan i'm joking yes we do <laughs> uh all right well alex good luck we'll be thinking about you buddy thanks all take care happy new year happy new and year. happy new year and i laugh at everyone that thinks that 2021 is going to be any different mm -hmm. all right mm -hmm. bye